this is the perfect show for me. I get to meet people like this, people like this. I discover stuff about people. We have fun. We get little rhythms going with the families. It's, it's laughing. Everybody at home can play along. Your answers at the house as good as the answers up here. That's what makes the game fun. Whenever I get in a dark place, and I, I get into myself, I'm human. You know, I'm not Superman. It's, it's hard. Life is very hard. When you get in a dark place, what you should do is, when you start feeling bad or you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, the thing that, that fixes it right away is just start reminding yourself. Go down the list of everything that you can think of that you could be grateful for. Gratitude erases depression immediately. See, the way to get rid of darkness is with light. You can't kill darkness with more dark. You got to strike a match on one of these things. If you show gratitude, it immediately erases. I was having a tough morning the other morning, and then I just started thinking about all the stuff God had done for me. And man, oh man, oh man, I mean, it kind of helps. It don't kind of help. It eradicates. Because you have to remember something, man. Uh, joy and depression cannot reside in the same space. You, you, you can't be depressed and full of joy at the same time. Gratitude produces joy inside of you. And everybody has it. Because I don't care who you are and what you're going through or what you got, you got something to be grateful for. There's not a person in here that ain't got nothing they can't be grateful for. Hell, you here. How about let's just start there. How about you walked in here? How about you got a mask on? You ain't got corona. You survived the pandemic last year. You here. Don't be afraid. All you have to know is who you are. Because there is no such thing as failure. There is no such thing as failure. What other people label or might try to call failure, I have learned is just God's way of pointing you in a new direction. So have no fear. Have no fear. God's got your back. And sometimes, sometimes you find out what you're supposed to be doing by doing the things you're not supposed to do. So don't expect the perfect job that defines your life's work to come along next week. If that happens, take the blessing and run with it. But if not, be grateful to be on the path where you eventually want to live. Abide in the space of gratitude. Because this is what I know for sure, that only through being grateful for how far you've come in your path can you leave room for more blessings to flow. Blessings flow in the space of gratitude. Everything in your life is happening to teach you more about yourself. So even in a crisis, be grateful. When disappointed, be grateful. When things aren't going the way you want them to, be grateful that you have sense enough to turn it around. I spent eight years in Baltimore. I knew in those years in Baltimore that I was unhappy being a television news reporter. But the voice of my father, who thought he knew what I was supposed to do, was in my head. He said, don't you give up that job, girl. You're never going to make $25,000 in one year. That's my father's dream for me. But God, dream a bigger dream than you can dream for yourself. 
And so I tried to live in the space of God's dream. And the television executives told me when I was in Baltimore that I was just, it was too much. I was too big and I was too black. They told me that I was too engaged, that I was too emotional. I was too, too much for the news. And so they put me on a talk show one day just to run out my contract. And that was the beginning of my school. So I said, even when things are difficult, be grateful. Honor your calling. Don't worry about how successful you will be. Don't worry about it. Focus on how significant you can be in service and the success will take care of itself. And always take a stand for yourself, your values. You're defined by what you stand for. Your integrity is not for sale. You know, when people can't get up in the morning and they can't get out of bed, I'm going to tell you why. Because they can predict the feeling of everything that's going to happen in their life. And their body's resigned to the familiar. It says, oh, another mundane day. But remember when you were a kid and you were going on a field trip? What happened then? You were up and dressed and ready to go before your parents were up. You know why? Because you knew something unexpected was going to happen. That's how we should live our lives. Waking up with the understanding to expect the unexpected. And something unusual should happen in our life as a result of our efforts. And it's just those beginning moments where it begins to happen that we begin to prove to ourselves how powerful we really are. So take time in the morning and the evening and the rest of the day, check in with yourself at certain times and see if you're still in that energy. And if you're not, excuse yourself for a second, raise your energy and step back into your life. If you keep doing that over and over again, you'll become less frustrated, less impatient, less judgmental. It'll just become something of the past and you'll be someone else. Half the day is self and half the day is service. So the morning hours are for you to fill yourself. It's almost like putting on mental, emotional and physical armor. Like that's what a morning routine is. Our days are tiring. Our days are busy. Our days are draining. Well, guess what? If you didn't put your armor on in the morning and you're going out to battle, how many knives are going to cut you? How many swords are going to pierce you? How many wounds are you going to come home with? How many of you come back home feeling wounded? Guess what? If you put your armor on in the morning, a warrior would never go out onto a battlefield. And life can be a battlefield. Work can be full of conflict sometimes. Your relationships can be damaging sometimes. Your friendships can be toxic sometimes. So we are warriors in one sense. Sure. So for me, a morning routine is putting on emotional armor, which is meant to protect you for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. And that way, even if you do get pierced, or you do get popped, or you do get cut, you're protected. Self-confidence really comes from feeling good about yourself. And one of the best ways to feel good about yourself is at the end of the day to know that you poured it on. You did your best. If you conducted a meeting, you did the best you could. If you made a phone call, it was the best phone call you could possibly make. If you wrote a letter, it wasn't a casual letter. It was your best letter. At the end of those kind of days, when you feel good about yourself, self-confidence starts to rise. 
you know that if you can have this kind of a good day, you can have another one the next day, and those days become the weeks, the weeks become the months, and the month becomes a powerful year. Self-confidence comes from the lack of neglect. If you will not neglect to do the small daily disciplines, that's where self-confidence comes from. If you get up feeling the same way as you sat down, nothing really happened. Nothing happened neurologically, biologically, chemically, hormonally, genetically. You're still in the same state of being. But when you get up and you feel like an elevated sense of self, and your heart is swollen, and you have a clear vision of your future, and your energy is different, the question is, how long can you maintain that state? So. You're literally broadcasting a whole new electromagnetic signature in that state. The thoughts tend to be electric, and feelings tend to be magnetic. And the way we think and feel is what we broadcast into the field. And what we broadcast into the field is our experiment with destiny. So then, when you go within and you disconnect from your outer world and you sit your body down and it's no longer experiencing anything, and you're not thinking about your schedule, your past, or your future, you're being defined by thought, and you're making your inner world more real than your outer world. There's two principles you have to know. Location has energy, and time has memory. If you do something in the same place every day, that place now holds that energy. Second thing, time has memory, and this is something that people underestimate. When you do something at the same time every day, you remember it, and time remembers it. That's why we struggle to work out at different times every day. Your morning routine then needs to be, even if it's five minutes, five minutes of thankfulness, of gratitude every single morning. Specific gratitude is I'm grateful for the fact that I have someone calling me this morning. I'm grateful for the fact that I can still call my parents. When you open your eyes and you present yourself to the world. The job then is to not react emotionally to the same conditions in your life, because the moment you react emotionally, you're equal to the conditions in your life and you're back in your past. So then, when you fall from grace and you move off that state, then you sit down and you realign. You begin to tune in again and you change your energy again. Now, when I'm going through change in my life or I have a specific outcome that I want to create, I love to get up early in the morning. That's my time. I'm a 4:30 in the morning guy because that's my time. The rest of the day I'm serving, but I love getting up early and changing and working and, and having some time to myself. And I believe that when I invest in myself, I invest in my future. And that time in my in my morning, nobody bothers me because that's my time. And because of brain waves and brain chemistry. The door between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind is more open. That self-confidence affects your health. It affects your future. It affects your psyche. Self-confidence also comes from the ability to rise above your circumstances, to rise above what happens—the petty little things, the discouraging things that would sink everyone else's ship except yours. That would cause someone else to quit early in the day, but you keep going. That kind of willingness to overcome all circumstances, whether it's the little challenges or the big challenges, if you're willing to do that, I promise you, this kind of power will work for you. 
and in you, the variable, it'll make a difference. And if I'm going to create something unlimited, I better feel unlimited. If I'm going to do something magnificent, I, must, I have to become magnificent. And if you keep doing that over and over again, it will begin to become more readily available to you. It'll get easier. And so when we're in that energy all the time, that's when the synchronicities and the serendipities and all those wonderful coincidences begin to happen. And it's those coincidences that are feedback in our environment where the field begins to open doors for us. That's what we want to occur. I've worked on things in my life for years. And I always thought it was about the event or the experience I wanted to create. But all along I was changing. And when I finally reached a point where I could care less if I could have the experiences the moment it happened. We are vitalistic, energetic beings that when we begin to bond, you know, unify all these principles that we're talking about, you can't get this in one sitting. You can't. You have to keep understanding it, keep reviewing it, keep redoing it, keep experiencing it. And the new experience then causes you to dream in a way you would have never dreamt before unless you had that experience. Second one is insight, podcasts, books, and make it easier for yourself. If you get this book, leave it open on your bedside table. Leave it open on your kitchen table. Leave it open on your dining table. I guarantee you, you will read more and what you read will speak to you. Everyone needs to find five minutes a day, 15 minutes a day of exercise that can just get them moving. And guess what? If you like sport, play sport with a friend. If you want to shoot hoops, go and shoot hoops. You don't have to sit on a treadmill. No one's telling you to do that. Make it fun and playful. The more you connect and the more whole you feel, the more natural it becomes. And then, of course, the next experience then causes you to dream in another way. And what I know from my own experience and many students, it's not about material things. It's about those mystical moments, those transcendental moments, those moments where your jaw drops and you are in awe of life, those moments that take our breath away that cause us. And this has happened to me so many times. Every time I have one of those experiences, I think to myself, I got this all wrong. Some veil has been lifted and now I'm seeing more clearly about the way things really are.